Welcome to another episode of Soul Feeling, where you get your soul fed. I'm Tiffany. I'm Jasmine. And I'm Kobe. And we have a very, 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 very special guest with us, J.O. Malone, yes. founder of the National Black Film Festival, yes. founder of Black Market Houston, yes. producer extraordinaire, husband, son, Father, brother, brother. <laughs> amazingness. Thank you for the intro. You know what I'm saying? I feel like I'm on Sway in the Morning right now. <laughs> so I appreciate yes. it. And uh, I'm just glad to be on the show, uh, on my sister's podcast. Y'all been doing it for a long time. I've been working real hard uh, in order to get on this podcast. So it's definitely a, a privilege and not a right. So I appreciate it. Yes. yes. Did I miss Thank anything or did you want to stunt on them? No, you know... Uh, we ain't going to start. Just look. All I want the people to do right now, right? I'm going to look at y'all. The people are watching. Mm-hmm. I want everything is focused on the National Black Film Festival, which is going down May 2nd through the 5th. And we're going to have an amazing time. And of course, every first Friday at the Houston Museum of African American Culture, people can come out to the Black Market Houston. So yes. got to check us out, see what we're doing in the community, um, you know, promoting black business and creating film to tell our own stories. And so, mm. you know, those are some of the things that, you know, I just kind of embody. And of course, I just work and I uh, love my family. So I'm a family man. So that's all I do. Yeah. Work, work, yeah. don't stop. Yeah. Work, work, don't stop. Like every so, time we see you do something, like damn, like Jo, <laughs> he did it again. Like did it yes, again. yes, yes. Me being his sister, <laughs> I'm just like okay, okay. I gotta step it up a little bit. Like, yeah, gotta step it up. Okay, so you gonna do this? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, mom over there. Okay, I'm gonna tell y'all. Me and mom went to this networking event. I told y'all about it. That's how we got all these gems from last podcast. Y'all should check that out. Definitely. Um, um, take um, what's the podcast called? Uh, it's this season something. Well, I it's a new season. Spring cleaning. It's called. It's new. Se- it's a new season. Mentally spring cleaning, but um, so yeah, I was at the um networking event with my mom. It's at the U of H networking event for Black people. All my mom over here talking about yes, and my son is a part of the creator of the Houston Black Market. He has a National Black Film Festival coming up. Make sure y'all check it out. Yeah. And she's like, oh yeah, and this is my daughter. She uh has a podcast. I'm like, okay, oh, oh, I got you. She my mom. She my daughter does some things too. I'm like, okay, it's Jeremy's time to shine. I got you. I got you. It's cool. It's coming up five weeks away. Right, right. <laughs> but we're talking about this National Black Film Festival. I want you to explain it. Exactly why people should come and why there's so much value in coming to the National Black Film Festival here in Houston, Texas. So, like you said, here in Houston, Texas, uh, May 2nd through the 5th, get your tickets because it's going to be sold out. Uh, it's going to be completely sold out and hopefully pretty soon here. And uh, I think I can kind of tell you how I got, got started just being a film producer myself and being in this Houston film community. We don't have a lot of outlets. And mm. so, and then a lot of times we have our, our, our kids or, or people who want to pursue film and they go to Los Angeles or Atlanta or New York right. and they kind of get lost out there sometimes, you know, whether it's cost of living or uh, people that they encounter not, you know, taking advantage of them. Wow. And so then they come back to Houston 
stay with their moms again and then have to get a regular job and they never get to pursue that dream. And mm. so I think it, I'm trying to find a route for these people to educate themselves right here in the city and then get jobs here so they can support their families while pursuing their passion. And so that birthed the National Black Film Festival. So it's a four day event. We have workshops, screenings, panels, and we're bringing, last year our slogan was bring, bringing Hollywood to H-Town. This year it's your stories, your platform. And so and that's what we're, we're trying to educate, um, educate, and then we're gonna party a little bit too. So we got opening night mixer, we have an all black party, we're collaborating with the black market, and uh, of course our 2018 award show. And so, and that's all going down at HMAC. And so we're just gonna have a good time, we're gonna educate, we're gonna network, and uh, we're bringing, pe the people that we are bringing in to speak are people that understand the culture one, and then are young enough that they won't, you know, big up for the, you know, be snooty about it, mm -hmm. and want to actually teach and grow with us. Yes. And so that, and that's the thing. Like Alan Maldonado from Blackish, and Stacy Ike from the Own Network, and and Troy Rowland, who, who was Lizzie McGuire's acting coach. Like all these different people that we're bringing down really care about the Houston community mm -hmm. and know that we are the next ones to take over and so you know we're just kind of like just leading that charge right right and so uh when this festival is done i guarantee um many productions will come out of this so i'm excited mm -hmm. i'm excited it's going to be so amazing and i love how you say mm -hmm. that you're going to bring people out that really care because that's what is really really uh, mainly about because mm -hmm. people go out to these far land far places right. such as the hollywoods the new yorks and like you said they go there and they're i, I know people personally that's went out there chasing the dream and came back and like okay now i have to work in retail i have to work in and it's not even just working in a professional career they're just yes. working a job to make ends meet so i love how you're bringing people and you're bringing that culture to houston mm -hmm. and to, to to bring substance to someone that actually genuinely care about you and want to cultivate your dream and i know jeremy he's so i mean jo he's so <laughs> genuine i mean we've been knowing him like before this because tiffany's our best friend so we've been knowing him before he was J.O. and now it's like, man, he's really living this thing and really doing this thing. And I just see his passion, his tenacity, and it is genuine, y'all. I've never seen a man that has a vision, like so close and dear and direct, and he actually manifests that vision. And we're gonna talk about the vision that yes. Tiffany always tells us. And it's yes. actually the National Black Film Festival. That's the vision. Yes. <laughs> and I mean, it's so many people right here in Houston who have talent. And it's just, it's amazing that you were able to create this platform for them. And it's so beautiful. Like, thank yes. You. Thank yeah, you. I mean, and, and, and completely, to be completely honest, it's like, I'm a filmmaker. Mm -hmm. I have a family here, right? Mm -hmm. I don't want to leave my family to mm -hmm. go off and pursue this, this passion. Mm -hmm. But I know I can't do it by myself. And so what's the quickest way to do what I love and support my family, right? Mm -hmm. Right. That's to build that team yes. around right here in the city. And so... How can I do that? You know, mm -hmm. and film festival, it, it, it helps. It helps that passion. Yeah, so, yeah. It makes <laughs> me think of when Ashley was on our show when we were talking about being young, black, and ambitious. Mm -hmm. um, we were talking about black businesses, and we were yes. talking about um, the ooh, what's Black Wall Street? Black mm -hmm. Wall Street, and how there was many different oh, yes. Wall Streets, and how we want to follow that plan but the plan has changed and we have like the right not the right but we have the we have the 
what is that word? We have the ability to yes, create yes. a new blueprint. And that's exactly what Jeremy's doing here in Houston. Like, you don't have to go to L.A. You don't have to go mm-hmm. to New York. You don't have to go to Atlanta. Atlanta right, Atlanta's right. changed. We could change Houston. And there's so many creatives, mm-hmm. like you were saying, we can map out the blueprint. And that's what we're all doing right now. So Jeremy's doing it. J.O.'s doing it. Um, but we see so many creatives doing it here in Houston. Houston used to be an oil industry. Now it's like everybody's coming and it's a creative industry. And so it's kind of cool to be on the scene and be able to watch Jeremy do what he does, what we do, and seeing other creatives really going at it and coming together. Like the unity is crazy. And it's so cool. So I'm glad to be a part of everything. (laughs) (laughs) But I wanted to talk about getting to the nitty gritty of confronting your fears because I'm going to be honest with y'all. I'm Jeremy's sister and one of his biggest fans. But when he told me that he was going to start a national black film (laughs) festival, I'm like, oh, here it goes. Another one of his ideas. So I'm just like, okay, you know, I'll never want to breach, like, say, like, you can't do this, you can't do that. But I was like, okay, I'm just going to let him do what he do. Get it over with. Let's see if it, how it comes. Lord, uh, last year, um, it was in April last year. I'm like in amazement. I am shocked and appalled. I'm like, he really did Did you this think it was going to be that big or it? That I, was what you imagined. Like, what happened? Was that what you imagined? Was it? I think, uh, I mean, I think all of my ideas are going to be great. <laughs> you <laughs> know, you like, you know, yes. a lot of us came from a basketball background. So it's like hoop mm-hmm. dreams, right? Mm-hmm. As a kid, you know, you catch something falls in the kitchen. You catch it, right? Mm-hmm. And in my head, I'm like, I'm going to be great. That's yes. a sign right there. Right. I'm going to be in the NBA. You know, you know, you see that skill, that skill set right there. And yes. so, you know, uh, I think when you find one thing that's successful and you come up with different ideas and then you see uh, things in the world happen, you're like, man, I had that idea. So I think it's just you have to believe in everything that you do. Mm-hmm. Know that there are things that you may fail at, but you have to go at it 100%. And so I... I, I you know, this, like I said, this festival is going to be even crazier. Uh, last year I cried, you know, at the, because, you know, we, we come into this thing, we, we have no money doing it. Mm-hmm. It's just a passion and say, like, this is what people need. And, you know, the old saying is, if you build it, they'll come. Mm. And so that's really the, what we're doing. We're just building right. it and believing in it. And and, and I, I believe the foundation that we have, I believe, you know, like, like you said, I'm just transparent. I try to be as honest as I can. And believe that will be the thing that pushes us through. Um, mm. You know, no skeletons in the closet. I'm mm-hmm. like, just like, this is me. I'm giving you all of me. This is what we need to win. Believe in me, and we can make it happen. Right. And so, wow. yeah, yeah, I thought it was going to be big. You know, yeah. I, I, I hope it's going to be even bigger this year. I know it's going to be even bigger. Hey, you yeah. said believe in me. But the crazy thing is, it's like, it just blows my mind because let's, let's go back to. March 1st okay. or two weeks before March 1st. Mm-hmm. Tell them what happened. Two weeks before March 1st? Yes, that's your Oh, birthday. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Of this year. Of this year. Uh, so. Okay, I'm going to tell you what happened. Okay. So I'm just going to say, I'm going to say my point of view because I like to tell stories. So I get a call from Jeremy. I'm in the restroom checking myself out. Yeah, like, yeah, hey, yeah. hey, I get a call. And I got off early that day. And it's like Jeremy calls me. He's like, hey, uh, I'm going to quit my job. And, uh, and I'm going to uh, put my two weeks notice in, like, 
at the end of the week, mm-hmm. and then I'm gonna celebrate on my birthday, March first at the Black, <laughs> March second at the uh, Black Market, Houston. And I'm just like the first thing I say. I'm thinking I'm logical. Why? He was like, because I want to. Like, why? I just kept saying why, 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 why? Because he had an amazing job that he he loved too, yeah. and I'm just like, I didn't understand why, why, why. And I was like, you need to go back to uh, our podcast with JJ on the mic, and t- she told us how her first year as an entrepreneur went. She said she had to, she wished she'd have done this, she wished she'd have done that. She's like, and Jeremy was just like, if I don't do it now, when am I gonna do it? And I'm just like, well. I then like okay <laughs> if God is telling you to do this like who am I to stand in the way yeah, right right and so of course mom called me when she found out she's like <laughs> I was like I told him all these things mom like yeah so tell him what you went through well it's like I would say I'm gonna start before I got the job at, at a local uh, t- producing a, a morning show in Houston the TV news station um, before I got the job. My first two jobs were at Houston Camera Exchange out of college, and then I worked for a marketing company doing uh, graphic design and all that kind of stuff. And then I got fired from that job, and then I went into entrepreneurship for myself for mm. three, four years. And so mm. doing, I was doing video production, doing like commercial work and things of that nature, and so um, had some hard times and right. uh, got into TV news, right? And so, you know, I already always had that entrepreneur mindset. But then now I got this TV news job and everybody is celebrating me because I got this TV news job. But I'm like, I've been doing this type of stuff even before. I, I shot my first feature film. I was 26 years old. And, you know, I've been making moves, you know, just doing things. But then that confirmation from everybody else in the worldview was Oh, you got this TV news job. Mm-hmm. Now you finally made it. Mm. Uh, you got health insurance. <laughs> you know, the family's happy. Everybody's right. good. Steady income. But yeah. at the end of the day, like for me, that that's just not me. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, it's I just have to do something that I'm making a difference in people's lives every mm. day. Every mm. day. And so, and so. I thought, you know, when I got there, I'm like, I'm not going to be here long. And you can probably <laughs> ask everybody I work with. He's like, oh, yeah, man, I'm not going to be here long. And then six months go by. I'm not going to be here long. And a year goes by. I'm, you know, I'm going to leave in a few months, you know. And and, mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden I got, uh, you know, I was like, oh, maybe this is not too bad. Mm-hmm. And then things started aligning and I started getting different signs and, and um uh, you know, some other things that we're doing on the side, which became bigger, like the black market mm-hmm. and the festival and things start kind of taking off. And um, so my two year anniversary at the job, I go, hey, you know, this is two year anniversary. And two weeks from now is my 29th birthday. Mm-hmm. And I was like the last year of my 20s, you know, I'm battling with myself. Oh, that's good. Yeah. The last year of my 20s, I could just go for it. You know, I could take that leap right now, like not one day wasted. Mm. And uh, it was just perfect timing. It's like, so my two year anniversary, I uh, put in my two weeks and two weeks later, had my birthday and I got right into it. You wow. Know? Yes. So it's very scary. Uh, scared as heck uh, <laughs> the whole time. And People don't know, I might be, I'm 6'4", 265 pounds, but I'm very emotional when it comes to <laughs> stuff like that. And I know if some of my coworkers are watching, 
uh, this, like, I couldn't even really say bye to anybody. Mm -hmm. I, when it was my, when my time was up and they said I could go, I put my card on the table my, and I left. Didn't say bye to anybody because if I would have stayed and said bye to those people, these are really good people that right. I've been with the last two years. I literally would have cried every step of the way yeah. because I care. I care about people. I care about them. Mm -hmm. But I had to finally, for once, do something for myself. That's deep. Care about you. Um, oh, that's deep. And okay. And so, like, even like when you were saying what you were saying on the phone, and mom mm -hmm. called me and. And was telling me something different. My wife, she's like, "Are you sure?" Because I didn't let anybody know to, like the day before. Yes, I was like, I was like, I, I put in my two quit, weeks Mom. on a Friday. <laughs> I like it's happening. It's yeah, done. I, I yeah. think it's actually done. Yeah. I think it's last day long. Actually. I put in my two weeks on a Friday, but on that Thursday morning, I was telling um, my coworker, like, I think, I think it's time. Mm. And uh, so I had a conversation with my with my anchor and. And I was letting her know how I was feeling. Because I'm just honest. When people ask me questions, like, mm -hmm. what's going on? It's like, hey, can I talk to you for a minute? And so I let her know how I was feeling. Mm -hmm. And she was saying, hey, you want to take off? We had a live show the next day, so I couldn't take off the next day. She's like, you want to take off Monday and think about it? Get your three-day weekend? And I was like, no. Mm -hmm. I, I need to do this right now. Mm -hmm. um, and, and because if I would have took that time... Maybe I get roped back into it, and I, now two years turns to three, three years turns into twenty, and then I'm old, and now I'm like, Oof. I wish I would have. Mm. And even though I might be twenty nine, I already, already have those feelings of of that when I play ball, when I play basketball, mm. it's things that I wish I would have done to mm. to continue uh, where I wanted to go. Right. I, I have even like basketball was so much for my 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 youth. My adolescence is like it was so much of me, and I never got to get all of that out of me. Mm. And now I can't go back. Like I have dreams of playing high school basketball and college mm. basketball to yeah. this day right, because it's right. still in me. And so I was like, I'm not going to allow this to happen again mm. and to haunt me. And so yo, I had to. Yo, yo, yo. <laughs> okay, I told y'all he be dropping gems unexpectedly. Wow. So, so I had to go. That and just. That's crazy. So, like, in, in the, I guess the last thing I would say, my wife, you know, she was really uh, <laughs> probably against it for the longest out of everybody else. You know, mm -hmm. I, I would probably say she would have the most to lose, yeah, but also yes. the most to gain if it works right. out, right? Mm -hmm. But, you know, that was the one of the hardest things uh, for me is trying to convince her. And it wasn't really so much of convincing her that this was the right decision. It's just like, I have to make this decision now. Trust me, just for this moment, and I can show you mm. what I can do. In mm. those first two weeks that I left my job, I made how much I would have made. I made <laughs> three or four times of what I would have made in a in you know yeah three or four times um like three four months worth of checks that I would have made there. You know what I'm right. saying? Yeah. So. Uh, it just it's just a blessing and it was the right timing for everything to happen it was the right decision i could mm -hmm. tell you that mm -hmm. i don't Absolutely. know three weeks later mm -hmm. um and you know we we got the film festival black markets popping we went to new mexico this weekend to scout for a short film me and uh, my director nate 
Edwards we're going to shoot. We got a movie that we're going to shoot in Jamaica this summer. And it, it's everything is just coming together. Mm-hmm. And uh, we just have bigger plans. And hopefully myself can even make some networking opportunities at my own festival to right. get some more films going off the ground. Absolutely. So I'm, I'm just, I'm so much more happier mm. and I'm so free at this point. My I mind is free. Me too. Uh, I can really just hear you talk about it. I'm like, oh my God. I, I can definitely feel I literally feel, feel like I can do anything. And you, can. and you can. And you can. Me and That's Jazz right. were just talking about just this. Talking about and I think it's uh, partially because I, I see what you do. Like, I, if y'all on my Instagram, Tiffany Malone, <clears throat> with two East, I always put up posts of my brother, like, every now and then because I'm just so shocked and amazed. And I tell people, like, I know I could do anything because he literally does it. He's evidence. Yeah, like it's he's evidence. Living proof. It's living proof. Living proof. I remember a quick story when we were at the um, the Shrine of the Black Madonna. This was before. <laughs> yes. This was the first black market that we ever been to. And shout out to them because they were yeah. the founders of the black by, market. Buy black market. We buy black, black marketplace. Yeah. We buy black marketplace. That's mm-hmm. what it was. And we had our booth set up and J.O. came to support us. He was like, let me come through, support y'all, see what y'all got going on. And this was before the black market had had ever even begun yet. And so he was like, you know what? I'm going to do this. Yes. And those were his exact words. And I, we weren't thinking nothing of it. We were just like, oh, yeah, yeah. So <laughs> next thing you know, he He's doing really manifest. He had the vision in his mind. And when he puts a vision, just like he did with the National Black Film Festival, when he put the vision in his mind, and he, people would look at him and like, oh, yeah, okay, go ahead and do that. And then you just watch him. He's really putting the groundwork, getting it in. He's like promoting it. Like, y'all going to come out Friday, check us out. We're going to do th- things for like the millennia- millennial for the yeah. youth because the um by black marketplace thing for the, the shrine was kind of catered to the older, the like older. Yes. older. It, 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 yeah it wasn't necessarily the vibe that you get when you go to the black it's like you at a <laughs> pre-game <laughs> turn up you had an art yeah, culture that's exactly thing. That's you had a <laughs> it's yeah. like a, all everything you can imagine yes. it, it, it has your educational side if you want it has the vibey side it has a podcast side if you want to go come get some it has um singers black <laughs> artists so it's like Whatever you want. If you want a live show from a uh, a whole movie, a theatrical, no telling what he'll have next. It's just like you gotta come through. You gotta come April, through. It's April, an experience. April 6th, it's an experience. It's not, and I think that's what it is. It's an experience. It's not you're just going to support black vendors. It's also you're going to support their crafts, their vision. People actually rehearsing weeks in advance just to put on Find for this networking. event. So it's it's more than just you going to shop black vendors. And I think the black vendors have amazing things. This dope artwork, all at this, uh, all at his black um, marketplace. So I mean, his buy black market. So y'all definitely need to check it out if you in the Houston area. Even if you're not in the Houston area, we have vendors coming from Dallas, Atlanta, like people are coming from across the state and and out of the state. Mm. And it's just, uh, it's an amazing thing. And and, and you see other ones popping up and and Mm -hmm. things of that nature. And it's so, it's something that anybody, anybody, if they can put their mind to it and, and create it, but you have to focus on a standard and a quality. Right. And when I came into the Shrine, um, I was like, this is amazing, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Off of MLK Street, and, and it's it just so many different things that's going on, but I, I didn't feel like this is a place where um, the people I hang with would want to come to. Right, right. And so I said, okay, um, shout out to Prairie View, because 
I went to Prayer View, and and if you if you are went to Prayer View, you understand that we had to create a lot of things, right? Mm-hmm. And I think that's where that creative spirit comes from is from is from the hill and, and being on that campus. So when I'm in a place and I see, oh, this is a great idea, mm-hmm. but it it may lack in these areas. So, so so it's like I can. People don't want to partner nowadays on different things. So it's kind of like, okay, well, let me take this concept. I'm not going to reinvent the wheel here. I'm going to take this concept, apply it to my demographic, and and see what happens. Yes. You know? And so we have a, I'm a journalist, so we got this code of ethics that I, I go by, and then I just apply that to business, and then mm-hmm. uh, here we go. Yeah, the you difference know, is in anything you do, you're not supposed to reinvent the wheel. It's yeah. like you mm-hmm. see what's wrong, like we said in our last episode, mm-hmm. and you see where the need is. If yeah. there's a need, you feel it, and that's what Jeremy did. And that's what any area in your life, you might be scared, like, oh, man, there's too many um, YouTubers. There's yeah. too many talk show hosts. Mm-hmm. There's too many juice bars. But it's like, wait, there's not. not but you still feel what the makes need. you you. Like yeah. you, you brought that uniqueness, you know, in the market. Like you, we experience it. We're experiencing you. You know, when we go to that event, and it's just beautiful. It is right. Mm-hmm. So if there's a need, you yes. just feel it. Wow. It's yeah. just like there's a reason why you still feel like you should be that person to do mm-hmm. it because mm-hmm. something wasn't met, and then you create it. Mm-hmm. So, well, like you said, I think um, Jasmine you said it's an experience. Yes. And so in film, we try to create an experience through film. Mm. And so and so if I'm able to tap into uh, making you have an experience coming to an event and then also do that by you viewing something, I could put those two things together mm. and create even something more dynamic. Ooh. That's coming soon. Don't worry about that. Details <laughs> on that. Well, so foreshadowing of the next <laughs> big J.O. Malone event or thing, rather. But I want to talk more about confronting your fears because Jeremy, you said J.O. You said that you know you're, you were scared, like you were scared, and a lot of things that you said, like you didn't want to relearn that lesson from your basketball days. We say it all the time, like mm-hmm. God gives us lessons over and over again, and He's gonna keep giving you that lesson until you finally learned it. And it seems like you graduated, mm-hmm. um, so congratulations. <laughs> um, but I was reading this article, and it was talking about why people um, fear, uh, have fear, and what the the things they do to lack success. And these are the four things I'm going to share with you. It's procrastination. Mm-hmm. Like he said, it took two years for you to um, finally leave when you had in your mind that you'll only be in there for one year yeah. or, or less. Um, we make up the excuse that we're too busy. Like you could have easily said, you know, I have a son, I have a wife. I do these things on the side. I'm too busy to even right. think about a National Black Film Festival. Ooh, but we give ourselves true. those excuses. Mm-hmm. Um, this is something I struggle with. <laughs> You overcommit, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so the article was basically saying, like, we overcommit ourselves to other people. Mm-hmm. So you say yes a lot. Uh, and I remember I was talking to Jeremy. I call him. I call him for basically everything if I have, a, like, a tough decision or a business decision. And I was like, should I take on this this partnership, basically? And he was like, well, when's the last time you said no? And I'm mm-hmm. like, 
on a, a for a date like <laughs> no like uh and so i was like dang like i really be saying yes to everything um but that's just another excuse for me not to do what i want to do like i want to do certain things and, I, and when you said like well, what about me? Like, you love the people at your job. Mm -hmm. You don't want to let them down. Right. But what about you? You mm -hmm. overcommit for them, but you cut for them. But are you going to cut for yourself? Right. Um, and then staying stuck. You say you got comfortable. It's like, well, maybe this isn't so bad. You know, everybody's loving that I'm a producer here. Like, this mm -hmm. is kind of lit. But you get stuck, and then mm -hmm. you never, never move on. So I'm, I want to ask you girls, like, have you ever felt this way? Like, have you used some of those excuses? Like, what what what's your fear? What fear have you not confronted yet? That's deep. That's a really good question. That is. Because I was listening to this podcast. Shout out to Side Hustle Pro. And she had just recently quit her job and um to be full-time podcasting. Eh? Mm -hmm. But um she was saying like she was so fearful of doing that because she was just fearing failure. And she yeah. had to know first what her fear was and able to be able to move forward. Mm -hmm. So um, I don't know, like, I don't know if y'all want to just put y'all's fears out there, but like really think about what's stopping you. Like what is your, and the audience too, what is your, your greatest fear? What have you not confronted yet? Do you feel mm -hmm. like you've confronted your fears yet? I think so. It's just like understanding what's going on. Mm -hmm. You know, listen, listening to podcasts, you know, uh, you guys, uh, the brilliant idiots. Mm -hmm. It's like so. Charlemagne the God. He has uh, anxiety. Yes. Mm -hmm. You know, and so, but he has a therapy session every every Friday at three o'clock, right? Right. And so, listening to other people go through their fears it makes me understand. Mm -hmm. and so it's not necessarily that I'm afraid of one thing. Is I think sometimes that anxiety creeps up mm -hmm. in yes. certain situations, mm -hmm. and so I might be. Like my wife start it's been starting to twist my hair, right? Mm -hmm. And so I would that's something I would never do before. Even though I have a mohawk, mm -hmm. twisting it and you know, having like <laughs> mini dreads, that's like a big leap for me, right? Yes. And so I don't wanna I'm walking around like, who's gonna see me? Who's gonna recognize me? Are they gonna feel a certain way about me? I'm going through this fight <laughs> with myself, right? Right. And so I, I know the other day I you know, been here in Silver Street Studios for almost four years now, right? Mm -hmm. And so, uh, the only African American in this entire building at, at over sixty-nine studios here. Wow! Uh, the only one in this facility. And so, when I twist my hair and people see me, I, I'm like, "How are they looking at me? Should I talk to them or should I hide? Should mm -hmm. I hide myself? Mm. Or what if they what if they think I'm, you know, doing something or you know? Right. And then, but I'm going through a battle with internally with myself yeah, that's true and uh even on the basketball court sometimes mm. you get that anxiety that stays there and it's a golf ball it in frees your you up. and you yeah. go from a, being a person who could shoot the ball daylights out of the ball and shoot threes all day to now nah, i can't shoot a three to save my life because <laughs> you think it's so, so much i think it's so much yeah. so real and so oh that's deep it's kind of like <laughs> but you got to understand what that is and the only way you can understand it what that is is if you talk it out you talk to people and say mm -hmm. yeah i go through that as well and yeah. so uh yeah i mean it could be just a conversation i should go and talk to that person mm -hmm. because yes. that person can enhance my life but mm -hmm. I, i'm afraid of the no i'm afraid of something that didn't even happen something yet. that may not, that not even happen but it's in my head right and so that's one of the obstacles i've been battling with 
and just saying, just go, just take that leap like mm-hmm. I did with the job. And so I'm just jumping all over the place mm-hmm. now. Like, I don't care if my head is twisted up. Uh, you know, I don't care if I take my shirt off anymore. That's one of the things I've been afraid to take my shirt off in mm-hmm. public. And, and so it's like, I'm just like, forget it. Mm-hmm. I don't know how long I'll be here. But True. I'm going to just long time. live it out, you know? Right, yes. And um, I'm definitely, while everybody else is working, I'm going to let y'all work and do that mm-hmm. nine to five thing. But mm-hmm. I'm going to live in, in my truth and my passion mm-hmm. and, and, and give the best of me I can. Because mm-hmm. the best of me is not in the office. Yeah. Yo, I'm so encouraged. <laughs> what? I didn't know this was coming. And that is my struggle. <laughs> I would say the opposite. Um I've been struggling with myself of trying to figure out, okay, do I need to go back to school? Mm-hmm. Because financial security is like my yes. biggest thing right now. Right. Just being independent, you know, moving, stepping out of my mom's house. So I'm just like, dang, do I need to go back to school? Because I was just in a rush. I was like, I don't want to do this anymore. Mm-hmm. I just need to get some kind of degree just so mm-hmm. I can have something. And I did. I rushed it. I got, you know, that paper. And now I am. I'm struggling. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, okay, I need to ma- either make something happen with what I have or I have to go back. Right, and mm. so I'm just at that place, you know, procrastination, mm. just making up excuses. Yes. I'm too busy. Yes, you know, mm. you know, I take a class here, a class there, but you know, it, I have all my prerequisites for nursing school, but wow. I just haven't taken mm-hmm. those pre exams or study mm. for them because I'm just still in that place of trying to figure out. You know, I know that I'm not. I wanna. I don't want to be stuck in a nine to five. You know, slaving right. my whole life. I want to make something That's happen right. for myself. So mm-hmm. it's it's tough. So mm-hmm. now it's it's time. I it guess. is. It's tough it and is. it's time. It's it is because we got things. Mm-hmm. So it's time for us to make it make it happen for real. For but it's, real. It's, yes. just, it's just a decision that you have to make as a person internally. Mm-hmm. It's like, okay. I'm finally going to do it mm-hmm. because it's, exactly. it's always, uh, and it's sometimes it's as simple as a phone call, simple as getting this paper signed and turned mm-hmm. in that can change your entire life. Yeah. But we're just like, I'll get to it tomorrow. Yeah. You know? And, and so you have to figure out, okay, what is it? This, we are all in a system, right? Right. We're all in a, a system that's, you know, we have, we have, Ran and or mortgage yes. and we have a partner. So, it, but it's all numbers. It's all addition and subtraction, subtraction really. Mm-hmm. And so, if you can figure out this system, which is like a game, a board game or a video game, right? Mm-hmm. And you just figure out how to play this game. That's mm, true. You can kind of figure out how to map that out and then kind of just free yourself. Right. Um, That's good. But but in this system, that you need workers. Everybody's not going to be able to be an entrepreneur. Exactly. Everybody can't may not be able to speak to people well, may mm-hmm. not be able to just have that foresight or that vision. So you, you in this game, you can't tell everybody, uh, mm-hmm. hey, go out, be free. No, we need people to work because that's what makes this, the system work. Right. Exactly. Uh, but but we, we definitely want, you know, for the entrepreneurs and that, uh, that want to take that risk because it is a risk, mm-hmm. uh, you know, <laughs> just do your research. You know what you're getting into, mm-hmm. but, but go. Don't Go. don't stay because I guarantee you, you're gonna be a man. I remember when I was mm. 20 years old and I was thinking about doing this. Facts. And, That's been with years lately. Somebody else did it. Yeah. Facts. And now you're talking about them. Oh. And you're watching them on TV. No, no, no. And one thing, one of the <laughs> biggest things is like you, you. We have so much in us and so much talent, um, and we will bring these people on for interviews, 
And I, you know, I could catch myself. I'm like, man, this is this is pretty cool. You know, I'm on you know top ten market. We bringing in these people, taking pictures with them and stuff like, like that. But that's me. But I am just as talented. Mm-hmm. God has put so much favor on my life. Right. I can do this as well. I can I can even soar higher than what they're doing. Yes. But I can't be here. To right. do that, you know, so eventually you got to just take a chance on yourself. If you truly say you're a, you're an actor or a director or a writer, uh, you know, you are these things that you might portray on mm. Instagram or Facebook. Do them. Don't just say this is what I oh I can do this or I mm. can do that. Do do it. And uh, <laughs> and make it happen. No matter what your circumstance may be, it's so many different mm. outlets. Oh, I can't get seen. I don't everybody has Instagram. Everybody mm. has a Twitter. Everybody has a Facebook. Build right. up build up that fan base on there and get your and get your message out there. Yes. Learn how you can learn how to be a graphic designer. You can learn how to edit film. Okay. You can learn how to do hair on YouTube. Mm. Like these things are out there. So for anybody that is saying I can't because I can't pay for a film school or I can't pay for this, it's a lie number one. <laughs> you're lying to yourself why are you lying you know, and because there are so there are so many things that you know and somebody might be saying oh well, i don't even have internet man there are programs out here to get you free internet starbucks there but you might not be, have a car to get to starbucks but there are thing, there are different programs for yeah. all of these things and if Resources. you don't have one person in your life that can show you how to get to these things you need to put better people around you number mm-hmm. one so you just stop making just stop making excuses and figure out mm. what it needs to be done to get to where you want to be yeah. and just don't stop wasting our time talking about what what can't be done right stop wasting your mom's time your family's time your your spouse's time talking about what can't be done figure mm. out how to do it figure out the right team Figure out, just figure it out, man. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's a, it's enough for all of us out here. Shout out That's to Marie Forleo. That is real. everything's figure out. Everything's figure out. It's a lot of people out here getting it, and it's like, dang, okay, this person is doing like every day on the Breakfast Club. You know, yeah. just Instagram, you just see all these people, regardless of what field, whether it's real estate, you know, film, mm-hmm. comedy, people are out here making it happen. Making they it. Are. And I feel like I, you just have to get to that point where you. Are just sick and tired of being sick and tired. Yeah. Yeah. You know, sick and tired of complaining about your situation or whatever. Mm-hmm. You just have to do it. You do. And I just came up like this, with this revelation yesterday because I called Jazz and mm-hmm. we were talking about okay. something totally different. But we, we started about the Snap Kitchen. Yeah, we were talking about Snap Kitchen. They're going to be on our podcast soon. Yes. But I was just talking to her. I was. I wasn't like making excuses, but I was saying with my job, um, uh, I'm a social media manager. If I could prove to myself that I could do this <laughs> and I'm already doing it, mm-hmm. then I could do this and I'll mm-hmm. start, you know, doing these other things. That's what my, that was my whole concept in my mind. If I could prove to myself I could do this, but then I realized, wait, I could do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Mm-hmm. Like, I know I could do this. Like, know I know I could do this. I'm already doing it. So I don't know why I was trying to tell myself, trying to prove mm-hmm. to myself something mm-hmm. I already know deep down inside. I just have to, even though I'm doing it right now, do it some more. Mm-hmm. And that just made me think I could literally, like you were saying earlier, you feel like you could do anything. I could feel like I could literally do anything because we, we literally can. You just have to do it. Like, 
I don't have to prove to myself that I could do anything. I know that I can, you know, because I'm here on this earth. Like I could produce babies. I could make human life in my (laughs) womb. Like why couldn't I? And I, I mean, God created me and created us and gave us the power to be able to create our lives. So just know, like, know that you can do it. Like just going back to other ventures like YouTube and all these other things. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just like, why can't I grow my numbers? Like you can, but <laughs> just do it, right. <laughs> you know? So it's just, mm, it's just, just knowing, I think, not I th- proving I think, to yourself. Well, yeah. So it's like, do these things, right? Mm-hmm. Do them now. Right. So you can find out what you can't do. Right. You gotta, you know, so it's like, I can't yes. do this. I can't do this. Okay. Go out and do it. Mm-hmm. So once you go out and do it, then you find out, you know, you get your lessons. You know, right. you get your lesson plan, basically. Right. Okay, I can't do these things, but in this field, this is what I'm good at. Mm-hmm. Right. Because you already have a passion for it, so you want to mm-hmm. be there. So right. you want to be around it. So maybe you're not a good director, but, you know, hey, I'm a hell of a producer, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So so you, you pick these different things up, but if you just sit there and just talk about it, and I did, so that's what mostly I'm talking about. You're just talking about it mm. on how I could be or I should be, or if I had just had the opportunity, mm. just do it. Right. <laughs> see. And see where you where you fall, right? Yes. Uh, shoot for the moon, may you fall amongst the stars, right? Yes, that was it's, in our bathroom. Yeah, exactly. So, <laughs> so you, I'm just, for me, I'm just shooting. I'm shooting for the moon. Shoot your shot. And, and boom, I might fall on a star, but it's a beautiful, big, right. bright star here. So I'm cool with that. Hey, but I'm always shooting for that moon every time. Mm-hmm. Okay, so with that, let's say you're planning the, um, the National Black Film Festival. Mm-hmm. There are different things, different aspects that come into it. So you know film, but maybe, you know, you have to think about the space right. that you're going to have this. And then maybe security. I don't know. It's just a lot yeah. of it. So where did you go for that that extra knowledge? Like, did you have to do the research yourself or the other people that you got involved? Yeah. Where uh, did that process? I'm just so curious about what did that process I just like. really, I really have the same mindset when I'm creating a film, mm-hmm. when I'm putting together an event. Mm-hmm. Okay. And so, honest. And so, my belief in creating an event, the National Black Film Festival, came from, hey, I, I put together a 21 day film set. So doing an event should be easy enough, right? So, right. and so, so I'm like, 21 days on a film, I can do four or five days for a film festival. And so, and and so, really, it's like I like I've been saying, I just figured it out. I, you know, okay, well, what do we need? A location? Okay, well, uh, and so you just start reaching out to people and, and you're going to run into so many walls uh, head first and get stuff so wrong and people, you got, you got to break yourself down. You can't mm-hmm. act like you know everything because if right. you act like you know everything, you're going to miss so much. You're going to miss everything. So, so just break yourself all the way down to the ground. Look, this is my first event. I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> But this is going to be a great event, I'm telling you. I don't yeah. know what I'm doing here. Mm-hmm. Can you help me out? Right. You know what I mean? And so when you come in and you're not so just like, hey, yeah, we're going to do this. You know, people are more willing to help you. Yeah. You know? And so same thing when I was at the TV station. I didn't know what I was doing when I came from doing okay. video production on my own <laughs> and uh, learning from Film Freeway on YouTube on how to do film to begin with. <laughs> and now I'm in this TV station. And I'm like, I'm not going to sit here and act like I'm this big guy here. 
I don't know. I'm in the film world. Mm-hmm. This is TV news. I'm going to break myself all the way down. I'm nobody. Teach me. And mm-hmm. I, try, I try to use that same method with everything to a certain extent because sometimes people are like, they don't see your growth sometimes. Mm-hmm. And so it's, it's hard. It's hard. Then that's why you got to move gotta on. You got to move, yeah. Right? But at least you get that knowledge. You learn that knowledge. So, I mean, I just went head first into it. Mm-hmm. I, I went uh, to the American Black Film Festival in 2013, and that really kind of changed my life and changed my concept. Same thing with the Shrine of the Black Madonna. Mm-hmm. I saw it one time. And I said, it got ingrained in my head. And so I was like, we can do this for us. 2013, ABFL, in my head, we need this in Houston. Four years later, made it happen. Mm -hmm. And so if I can see it, you know what I mean? (laughs) I can say, okay, this is is what we need. You know, Mm. this is what we need. This is great. This, This feels good. And I can put it into place and then work out all the little kinks. My job as a producer is putting out fires. We pre we do the pre-production, we set it up, and then when we're live, I'm just putting out fires every which way, and I'm great at doing that. Mm-hmm. And so I just enjoy doing it. So I can I feel like I can produce anything. So it doesn't You're matter a producer what it is. Of life. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> so whether it's film, TV, events, what whatever it may be, uh, I I can make sure I have the patience uh, to. Uh, to make it work, to make it happen. Mm. That's good. Mm-hmm. So I wanted to ask what was, unless y'all wanted to, did you have any fears you wanted to confront? Or? Oh, I forgot my fears in the <laughs> process. Um, yeah. one, one fear that I have been thinking about, and it was the when we were on the phone, when I was on the phone with Tiffany on yesterday, we were, I told you about that Big Sean song. Yes. And it was just like, and it, we already kind of recapped it, so I'm going to just go real quick. It was just that fear of looking back on my life and then saying that I wish I would have done this. Or I, I looked up and I remember in the song he was saying, you know, Tom just flew by and 45 years passed by my life. And I don't know, I looked around, I don't know where the time went. And uh, I'm still at the same job, still mm-hmm. around the same people, still right. around the, and I just, I feared that, that complacency and people always ask me and my family ask me now when I go and visit them, they say, you know, Naz, you got your new job. How you liking it? You, you going to be there for a long time? I'm like, you know, I'm just here until God sends me somewhere else. Right. And they like, no, nah, you need to work your way up the company and you need to do this. I'm like, you know, if I hear a voice in my head, I'm not a tree. I can't stay stagnant. But right now it's fulfilling me in the way I think that it should be is teaching me things, helping me grow. I'm really there for the knowledge because now I'm a, a ninth grade biology teacher and I feel like I'm really like taking these things in. Like I was telling you, it really has helped me with my organization. And that's another thing I, I've been fearful of. Like I'm not organized enough, I feel like. And I've gotten a lot better, but I feel like I still need to, you know, bring it up a notch. And I just fear, I feel like if I have organization and maybe some, everyone is different. Some people can work sporadically, but I just think me as a person, I kind of send myself or read myself as a perfectionist. So mm-hmm. I want to 
make sure everything is in a, in a timely manner. And I was reading, I was telling Tiffany, I was listening to uh, how to be a P31 woman, a Proverbs 31 woman. Mm -hmm. And like one of the first things it was saying, like how to be a Proverbs 31 woman, a, a woman of Proverbs, she's orderly, she tends to her husband, she tends to her children. And they were saying in order for her to do all these many different things and she gives service to the community, she has to be organized. And so mm -hmm. I was like, okay, organization, God, I know you're trying to tell me that, you're trying to send this on my spirit. So I need to get even <laughs> more organizing i got a compliment from uh nick today nick lloyd one of my um colleagues that work with me he's a aquatic science teacher and he was like he came he saw my plan and he's like oh you're so organized i was like thank you god thank you guys. thank you guys. Like, i'm getting better i'm getting better and better every day so organization has been a fear because i feel like if i don't organize my life now and then I just keep living and letting the day take me. If I would have just wrote down in my planner, do this at this specific time, it could eliminate that procrastination that we were talking about mm -hmm. earlier. So I feel like sometimes procrastination is not even really procrastination. You just kind of forget and let it slip past you. And you don't even remember that you were supposed to even do that thing. So I'm like, mm -hmm. I'm done forgetting about things. I'm done not doing things because I didn't write it down and remind myself. So that being in order having that structure so that I can make sure I'm giving enough time for myself, for the people I love, for my company, dedicating the right amount of hours instead of spending so much time in one area and just letting the rest of the things be put on the back burner if I don't, or not just give it the, the amount of attention that it needs so that it can cultivate and grow. So mm -hmm. organization, and one more fear I was thinking about, and this probably ain't got nothing to do with nothing. All the fears. But um, <laughs> I was really thinking about like, what if I'm not a good mom? That's um, weird. That's girl, weird. I'm about to tell you my fear. It's about to be weird, like, too. It's about to be weird, too. Was, I was like, dang, because I was like... Girl, you're an awesome really, mom. Because I was thinking about like how y'all have really dope moms, and I never my really experienced like that motherly love. So I was like, mm. what would I be? How would I interact if I had a, a child? How would I? I was like, I don't think I would be at all their games and all their events. So I was like, how should you How should you bond with them? Like that type of fear. So I was like, you know, I was just thinking about that. You are an amazing mom. Like, know, even same. though you're not my mom, but you're like, <laughs> I come to you for advice a lot. Like, you know that. And you, you already have that presence. So there's nothing to fear there. You're great with Ava. And like, come on now. I just be feeling like, you know, I want to be a perfect mom. Like, I want my mom to talk about, I mean, my future kids to talk about me like y'all talk about y'all moms. So, yes. goals. Yes, you already got it. Girl, you, you already got it. Girl, thank you. I received that. Yes. But what I was talking I'm about to just tell y'all a whole conversation we had yesterday. But Bro, I was, that conversation was lit. <laughs> it was lit. So it it's going to so be transferred lit. over. Um, but I was just talking to Jazz about like how I want for different things like um, a husband. You know, I want kids, you know, I want entrepreneurship one day. And I was just like, I don't mm. want to want so much that I forget where I'm at right now in this present moment. Mm. Like we're always going to want more and more and more. Once I have those kids and once I have mm. the husband, I'm going to want more, something else, something else. Right. And I'm like, what if I went through life like wanting so much, you know, speaking life, mm. you know, you're supposed to do all that stuff, manifest right. stuff. But I want to like just be happy right now in this mm. moment. Like I want to be happy single and then I want to be happy dating and then I want to be happy being a girlfriend and I want to be happy being a, a wife you know I want to be happy right now mm -hmm. and I think we so focus on oh we're gonna 
I can't wait till the, the National future. Black Film Festival mm. five years from now. It's going to be lit. But, like, right now it's lit, you know? <laughs> right like, now just The building stages is lit. Soul Feeling might not be the most heard podcast yet, but right now it's lit. It's like, lit. so it's just, like, being able to really indulge at the moment every single mm. day because, like, we don't know how long we're going to be on this earth. Right. Like. I want to really, like, I want to like going, driving to work. I want to like riding in the car. Mm. I want to like being at work. I don't want to look forward to the weekend. I want (laughs) to, like, leaving work, I want to, like, walking into my mother's house and be able to spend time with my mom, even though I don't have my own place yet. So it's just like, I want to enjoy every single moment of my life. I don't want to wait to get my wants. And I think that a lot of Mm -hmm. us are doing that right now. Mm -hmm. So remember to indulge and be in the present moment. Mm. Um, but my fear probably comes from like my wants and it's kind of crazy because I believe in myself so much. I'm like, I'm going to be lit when I'm this, this and that. Like, I know that I'm going to one day be an entrepreneur. I know that I'm going to make money. I'm going to make moves. I'm going to be traveling. And so that actually scares me because I'm just like, what I really want more than anything is a family and like kids. That's my biggest want right. ever right, right. and like that's my biggest desire ever and i know god grants you the desires of your heart mm. and so i have to keep that in mind but it's just so scary because being a woman and, and people get it twisted like oh she's so career driven but it's just like no i'm i'm, I'm purpose driven i'm passion passion driven and it's just like a lot of guys say there's a lot of good girls out there, and it's like, yeah, I know, I see them all the time. My girls is stunning, <laughs> and um, but it's just scary because it's like you get older, and the people, and you put your pressure on yourself, like you should have a boyfriend by now, right? And then it's like, but I just want the one for me, and it's just like, ooh, I don't want to wait till I'm 35 even for that. You know what I'm saying? So it's like very scary for me right now. But I'm just trying to go back to what I was saying. Like, I just want to enjoy right now. Like, I want to enjoy being single. I don't want to be married later and be like, damn, I should enjoy that that's time. That's exactly what I was going to say. You know? That's so, what I was going to say, girl. You are good. That's my fear, but I think I'm overcoming it. With just knowing that God grants you the desires of my heart. Mm. So, he always says. So. Always. Always, always. Mm. And just to piggyback off of something you said, um, how we often look to the future, and I know that so often instead of not, instead of existing in the present moment and just really indulging. Because when we think about our life, what makes our life really, really amazing is those memories and those past times. Mm. They're like, oh, when I did this or when I did that back when I was popping back then. Oh, when I was in college, I used to get y'all to work on the court. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's yeah. just like... When you think about those, those the memories are mm-hmm. also what makes your life just as important as the future. So make the now because one day your now moment is going to become memories that you're reminiscing on. So mm-hmm. don't live so much in the future. Like Tiffany just said, really enjoy this now moment, exist in it, experience it. And then when you talk about those memories, you won't be reminiscing. Like I wish or back then when I did this, you'd be like, hey, that happened. I really had so much fun when it happened. I didn't let it pass me by. I really it was engaged in that moment. And I was looking for the next one to come. So yeah that's so true and girl divine time and girl you popping you snatching you ain't gotta worry about none of that because like you said you don't want to mess around and end up with an f boy because you settled and then be divorced so like mr right is on his way god's waiting on god's divine timing okay yes thank you i received that but i think it's important to just like face and confront or know your fears so mm-hmm. you can face them and be like okay that's i'm tripping <laughs> oh oh i'm fearing that i ain't got a husband 
What you mean? Like, I'm popping. <laughs> what you mean? I can see your whole family. Y'all fine. And my kids going to be calling your kids. Go to your auntie Tiffany's house. Yes. There's a balance in that, too. You know, you want to you wanna pursue your dreams, but you do have to live in, live in your moment. Mm-hmm. And, um, and so... Sometimes you just got to stop everything, whether, you know, whatever you're addicted to. We all have addiction, <laughs> like social media or whatever it may be. Put your phone up, put the technology away and just enjoy uh, what matters. And, mm. and for me, it's, it's like my family. And so my son and my wife, you know, I will have to like just throw the phone down or whatever. Mm-hmm. So it's keep away from the computer and just uh, go outside, you know, go on the porch mm-hmm. and, uh play with the dog, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Just like the little things, look up into the sky, look yes. at the clouds, look, you know, the just look at the clouds every once yes. in a while. That's so like, it's one of the most beautiful things, you know, this world has to offer and, and just like, just knowing, okay, what am I doing all this work for? Who right. am I doing it for? Mm-hmm. And it's like, you already have your family. Your family's already there, whether you have a million dollars or five. Mm-hmm. So, Mm. just spend time with them. It don't have to be on vacation. It doesn't have to be going out to eat or whatever. It's just like, have you ever took the time out to look at them in the eye mm. and just stand there for no reason? Like, are you are you doing these, like, what are you doing? You know what I mean? Yes. You don't always have to be doing stuff. And so sometimes I just will hold a family member, and it was like, what, is, what are you doing? It's like, don't worry, I'm just, look, I need this, you know what I mean? Right. And uh, you can't worry about everything else because everybody's watching, but nobody's watching at the same time. Mm. Like none of this stuff really matters, but then everything matters. <laughs> yes. And so it's just like, I know everything is sounding crazy right now, <laughs> no, but it sounds these crazy. are it the so things <laughs> that we all go through. Mm-hmm. And um, so you just have to say what matters to me. Mm-hmm. And every once in a while, I do it often. Mm-hmm. Just say, you know, like my wife thinks I'm weird. I'll just be looking at her. <laughs> you know what hey. I mean? I'll, I'll get my son and I'll just be like, what's up? Like, what's up? <laughs> He'd be like, what's up? I'm like, what's up? Like, I just, <laughs> I just, I don't got nothing to say. I don't want him to say anything. I just want to see him look at his father. I want to look at him. I want to look at his eyes. I just want to see how he moves. I want to remember. I want to create that moment uh, because he's going to grow up. And he's going to have his own family and he's going to do all these great things. Yes. But I want to re- remember each moment, not just in the picture or video, I want to ingrain it in my mind. Uh, and then that gives me the motivation to do everything else. Right, yes. feeling you. And now I'm like, not nobody can stop me because mm. I have something else behind this that you don't have or don't even know how to access. Mm. Um, and mm. so, mm. so when people <laughs> come at me or my organization or organizations, it's, I laugh at it because you're just making me stronger and smarter and sharper and everything like that. And then yeah. I get to go back to my family after I'm getting done with dusting your butt <laughs> on the playground. Yes. So, yeah, I just, 
Yeah, so that's beautiful. Y'all go with what y'all was. <laughs> that's good. Exactly yeah. with the way we was going. I don't care what <laughs> way we're going. Now. We was going the way God wanted us to go. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Because that really just made me think, like, what's fueling your passion? Because mm-hmm. I was also thinking about this too. I always be thinking, but I was thinking about the ego. The ego mm-hmm. could really hurt you because yeah. you think like you're supposed to be this person. Like, why aren't people following me? Why why can't I do this? Like the ego, like, or I have to be in front of this, I have to be in front of that. But like for what are you even doing mm-hmm. it for? None of this even matters at all. <laughs> it really doesn't. It's just like you have to really think like what is fueling you? Is it the ego or is it caring about people for real are you caring about their experiences then the networking like like what it shouldn't be the ego leave the ego aside yes you know it's really have to be what what god wants for you and that it should be your purpose Mm. it shouldn't be for you i don't believe it should be for you and i think Mm -hmm. the ego it definitely has to be checked based on what state what level and what stage you grow in your life because you could start off and have no ego or a really small ego, but then the moment you get moving to a different area or get more fame, get more notice, more people start to know your name, then your ego begins to grow and you could lose sight of what did you even start this in the first place? Mm-hmm. Who did yeah. you even start it for in the first place? Were you starting it to help people or were you starting it to look flashy and stun on people? Yeah. So we have to really understand and always check ourselves every time we move to another level in our life, really Get, get get in tune with God, ask God for that direction, and, and really check yourself, look at yourself, and say, make sure you redirect your vision at all, at every single, every chance you can. When you find yourself, sometimes you might not even find yourself if things happen so fast. So it's, that's why it's important to have that daily routine with God, just so that you can make sure your vision stays pure. Because I even found myself forgetting at one point in time, like I'm not perfect, that who I was doing it for, like I'm trying to, when, at one point in time I was like, I want to help people, but then I got so busy focused on my finances and my own problems and my struggles, and I'm like, okay, I want to get out of this hole. And it's like, okay, are you doing that to get out of a hole or are you doing this to serve mankind? <laughs> yeah. So like, yeah. make sure your intentions are as, as pure as they can always be, even if they don't seem like, like, you know, I want getting out of debt is good, so right? So, but no, yes, of course, yes it is, but you want to <laughs> make sure you're not just, trying to embezzle money to get out of debt. <laughs> I'll be like, like uh, Tyrone from Howard <laughs> University. <laughs> like, you want to make sure you're always doing the right action, the divine action. Like, you yeah. make sure those intentions appear. That's so good that you brought that up. You have to ask yourself why. Because I was trying to see, like, why do I want to have, why do I want to um, build my following? Why do I want to have more eyes on YouTube? Why do I want so feeling to go far like why like why why do i want this feeling of people wanting to see me mm-hmm. but it's like wait check yourself so feeling needs to be here to spread the word like we word. need to have people on here like uh jo on here to spread the message to make their life better that's mm-hmm. what inspires for inspire fires for that's what it's birthed yes. out of like mm-hmm. and that made me think like god i don't i don't want it to be about me Mm-mm. i want what's best like i want you to put me i don't need to be the leader at some things like i want you to put me where you see fit and put others where you see fit because right, right. that's where that's where your purpose is going to be revealed, yes. like what's supposed to happen is going to be there if it's how God wants you to be. Mm-hmm. So you got to put that ego aside. You are not always the leader, Tiffany. You're not always, Jasmine. you know, <laughs> the person for that opportunity. So it's mm-hmm. just like, 
ego aside, I want what God has for me. I'm pretty sure I say this in every podcast, but that's really that's what real. I want. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm happier when it's what God wants for me. We think that we know what we want, but what God wants for me is what I want for me as well. <laughs> so I'll wait. <laughs> I'll wait. <laughs> I'll wait. <laughs> Right. Guess the last question, unless y'all had some questions. Was you do? Oh, the last question was, what was your darkest moment, and how did you get out of it? My darkest moment? Uh, I don't know. Um, I've been through a lot. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I think. Um, <laughs> Sorry. I know you can think about that. One. I mean, no, I mean. It's not even like one moment, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and I think you might think you're in a, a dark moment, but you're not really. And, mm. and then you look back on your life and you take inventory of certain things that are going on and um, you see where you lacked or where you feel like other mm. people lacked in your life. Mm. Um, and... Uh, you know, you kind of you change up the history of, of what happened. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and uh, at 29 now, it's like I look back and I kind of see where everything started when I started breaking out of my cage and, and seeing what I had and what I didn't have mm-hmm. uh, and the illusions that I was in. Um, and then now, I honestly, honestly, like a few months ago, just finally got to the point where I was like, everything is on you. If you don't make it happen, mm-hmm. nobody's going to do it for mm-hmm. you. And for some reason, coming from Pearland and our surroundings, it's like, oh, it's cool. It'll come your way. Don't worry about it. It's like we were working hard, but not hard enough. Mm-hmm. And finally, when I said, okay, it's on you. You got to do it. Put it on your own, too. It's not coming from anywhere else. Mm-hmm. No favors. You don't have any favors. There's no money coming from anywhere. Because we we'll sit here and think like, oh, it's cool. Money's going to come. because So I know a person who has some money, but it's not like <laughs> a real yours. thing. <laughs> right. But you're in your head like, I don't have to work as hard. Because if I just ask the right people, because I'm from here, right? It's a crutch. Then I get it. It's like mm. a crutch in your head. Mm-hmm. But when I said, nobody's going to help you. I almost had to trick myself. Mm-hmm. Nobody's going to help you. Because that's really the reality of it. Mm-hmm. Then I started getting it on my own. And then everything just started kind of to pile up. And so my darkest moment, I mean, I mean, I've been broke Broke, broke. <laughs> broke, five, broke. Broke, broke, broke. <laughs> and uh, to the point, like, me and my wife, you know, having no lights and having to light candles uh, just to see what was going on. And, um, <laughs> we should ride or die. Yeah, she like, she ride or die for sure. Like, <laughs> you know, not having enough food or enough gas, running out of gas and floating on the highway <laughs> just long enough to get to the to the Ooh. gas station because you just want to put that $5, $10 in the tank mm-hmm. just to get it. And um, it's not, but but like, I, like we said previously, when you know what truly matters the most, when you can look at your wife, and mm-hmm. you can look at your son and say, okay, 
it, it doesn't really get that dark. Mm. You know, because it, we're on this earth, we're in this, like, I live in the country right now, right? Yes. And so, <laughs> and uh, I don't need much. We don't need much. Mm. We don't, we're not flashy. We don't care about vacations. We don't care about a lot of things. We just care about making each other happy and making sure our son gets taught the right things and making sure mm. he's happy. We can just go outside and sit outside and we're okay. We don't need what things That's that beautiful. the world says you need. Right? Mm. And so we kind of, and I, and I definitely create my own fantasy world and I live in that. I'm not worried about what everybody else is doing. Yeah. I, I focus on what I want to do what my wife wants to do, we create our own world, Malone world or whatever it may be, right? <laughs> and then we and we work and then say what the world says we must need, we'll go ahead and we'll do that. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But I'm the type of person if I don't like it, I'ma go try to change it. I'ma go to the politician. I'ma go to the town hall. I'ma figure out how to change it to map my own world like Mm -hmm. and people can do it we can do that we have the access to do these things Mm -hmm. uh and so i I don't like so i don't really and right now it's kind of hard to think about a dark time because i'm so happy and so free right now yeah and my wife loves me and she's so happy i know you happy and my son's happy he's turning six on easter sunday and uh it's just everything is going just real great right now. So and you have an amazing sister. It's so crazy. It's so amazing. It's like my mom's dope. My dad. Everybody's dope. And it's yes. just it's just amazing time. And so I'm just trying to do what I have to do to put myself in position to continue to enjoy life and to help other people. Right. Because that's why that's my purpose. Like that's what as a film producer, I'm trying to find. The directors here in Houston and, and whoever reaches out and give them a platform to succeed because if they win, I win and we, we all win. win. We and all so win. it's like, this is easy. I'm here to help. I'm here to make sure, like the things that you don't see, I see them. Mm-hmm. And so I'm I'm here for that. And it's like it's it's it sucks a lot of times because people just don't want to reach out or they don't have the patience to say. Okay, yeah, he it is his son's birthday, so I'll call him tomorrow. You know what I mean? Like, just see it through. If you don't get me the first time, keep calling, take, keep texting, keep emailing, because I am one of those people, when the timing is right, I am here and I'm available to help. You know? Yeah. So if you're calling me, and it's not working out, it just may not be your season. Right. Ooh, it may okay. not be our season. Yeah. But it, it 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 may come, or I might know somebody, who you know what I mean. Hey, so I mean, yeah. right. there's no there's no malice behind it. So it's like just different things mm-hmm. that happen. It's like man, I wish I could, but right. you know I'm, I'm focused on this right now. But I'm you know no, I try to be open as possible. Yeah, yeah, and we do <laughs> that with real. people too. Like you're like okay. You're not getting back to us now, but I know one day it's going to be the right timing. Right. And it's going to be best for not only me and you, but the world. Because this is the time that yeah. God put us together. Right. But I did want to say something about you. We were talking about you make your own world. Yeah. And um, I put this on the Inspire Fire Daily Instagram. And um, it's just a scripture. It says, do not conform to the patterns of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. 
then you will be able to test and approve what God God's will is, his good, pleasing, and perfect will. So it's good that you're not in the world because we're not supposed to be in the world you know if we were in the world it would be scary you know we see you saw you worked in the news you see see what happens yeah. in the world yeah. so we have to create we have to have a renewed mind of what we want our world to be yes. create that world and I only I just started to get that recently. I was just about to say you you said that like it's just now hitting me that you know what I have to create what my own happiness my mm-hmm. own idea of success is and what yeah. not what the world's idea of success yes. or what my mom's idea of success mm-hmm. Is or you know with my friends' idea of success, mm-hmm. but my right. what mm-hmm. I want, yes, and that can easily be changed because we wake up every morning and one of the first things we do is check our phones mm-hmm. and we're on Instagram, we're scrolling, mm-hmm. and like, man, look at them, they're on vacation, man, <laughs> yes. look at them. How, how you get that? How did he buy that car? Like, right, and then it's like, man, I want that, I want that, I want that, but do you really want that? Right, or did you? It's the most recent thing that you saw. Mm-hmm. And so, it, and so sometimes you gotta like. I don't even really scroll anymore, right? Mm-hmm. Because it, it's it's almost like um, uh, like social media depression type thing mm-hmm. that you can go in. And so it's like, okay, I use these mediums for business, mm-hmm. right? And I want to show people this is these are the things that I'm doing, but I can't look at other people's lives because then I start living their lives and not mine. Mm-hmm. And so, and it's like you do that without even knowing. That's true. Right. It's like, man, that's that's some that's some tight jeans. That's a tight shirt right there. <laughs> I need to go and buy that and put that on me. Yeah. But I'm I like, do that. I now do you that. looking like for why? Yeah, I do that. And so, but you have wasted <laughs> time that you could have just been doing what you wanted to do mm-hmm. to be like somebody else for the day. I think it's time for a social media cleansing. <laughs> I've actually just stopped. Oh, no. I was gonna say I just I just stopped posting. For like a week, and y'all know that's not that's rare for me, because I was just like, I don't even know what I want this to be. I just want it to be me. Like I just, I I don't want it to be curated. Curated. I know I like aesthetics, but I just want it to be really me. And I'm just confused on like where I'm at right now. So I'm just like, I'm just posting random stuff, but it's just like, I don't know. Like I just want it to be me. <laughs> Does that make yeah. sense? Yeah. You want your your page, your what people see to reflect who you mm-hmm. really are. And I just felt like I was curating it too yeah. much to be like, okay, this is cool, but like it's my true. soul, like what am I even saying yeah. with this picture? Like, yeah. <laughs> you know, what is That's it helping real. people? Like, I'm just so confused. But anyways, mm-hmm. social media would do that to you because I mean, I was looking at a post Bow Wow mm-hmm. or uh, Shad Moss. <laughs> he was, you know, yeah. going off about how. He's just not feeling, he wish he wasn't here or something mm. like that. And it kind of made me think of what you were saying, you, you know, these low moments or what you think is a low moment. Mm. So that may be a low moment for him, but a lot of people on the outside are like, man, you are about like you. You tripping. Yeah, right. like you tripping, dude. You have so much going on. Mm-hmm. And for me, it, I'm like, I'm with other people. I'm like, it's true. Like if he's not happy, it's because of what he's doing. If he wants to make music, then make music. Like who cares? Who cares? What? Mm-hmm you know what you're doing like just do you just be happy and do you yeah right. people the look world, to that outside of yes, yes yes that affirmation of others and don't and don't hate just be happy for people when you see them you know buying the new houses and yes. all that kind of stuff mm-hmm. don't don't act like oh man why well, can't get to where they are exactly. because you don't know what they've been through Mm-hmm. Right. I know. That's I know. True. Early on, I you know I see a, a young group, a young couple, or, or, or people, uh, and they oh man, they already got a house. Right. And right. it's like, 
how do you have a house already and I'm here and but you don't know if a, a family member died and mm-hmm. they had to go through that pain mm-hmm. and, and now that was given to them so you just you don't know what they had to go through it can get real dark in those areas yeah. to get what they have and mm-hmm. so are you willing to go through through their, <laughs> their, their pain so right. you know what I mean I want that. so you just have to focus on on, on on yourself enjoy your journey yes and make the best of it just have fun yeah yes. that's i think that's I'm a, I'm a big music head and there's a lot of artists that i used to listen to and i'm like why aren't they making music anymore why isn't this person doing it and it's because of we live in this beyonce mm-hmm. world where everybody's all mm-hmm. beyonce but I, I look at you know a marie you know all mm-hmm. these artists and i'm like they made good music they had yeah. great hits but because people you know they i, I don't this is my idea. I'm yeah. thinking it's because of whatever other people were thinking or they felt like they couldn't compete. They stopped doing, you know, the mm-hmm. Carrie Hilsons, the Ashantis. Mm-hmm. The... Or they tried to conform and then they found themselves unhappy because they were trying to be a Beyonce. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I heard that with Hey Friend Hey. Um, hey Friend Hey, shout out to the Friend Zone podcast. Mm-hmm. Y'all better listen to this podcast. <laughs> but like she, she was a singer too mm-hmm. and they wanted her to conform to being some type mm-hmm. of poppies singer and you know that's not who she is mm-hmm. and so she didn't and she didn't end up getting where she guess wanted to be but she ended up getting where she needed, needed to, to be, be yeah. which is you know one of the best podcasts out there yes. um, healthy living yes. and it's just like sometimes God takes you where you need to be instead mm-hmm. of where you want to be mm-hmm. so that's what I got mm-hmm. out of your mm-hmm. story is that sometimes it may not be where you think you should be but mm-hmm. if you're just doing what you're supposed to do or what you want to do what you love you would be where God wish you to be. Exactly. Yes. That's, that's what it's all about, ultimately. So what I took out of this whole podcast, <laughs> essentially, it's just like, live your your yes. life, a capital Y. Your life. Because I got to be careful with that. Like, oh, she's doing that. I can do that. Yeah. <laughs> I, I can do that. I can run a business like yeah. that. <laughs> like, So, yeah. That's live true. your best mm-hmm. life. Mm-hmm. Not your brothers. Not your brothers. Not the first person you see on Instagram. Not your mama. <laughs> yes. Not your babes. Your most abundant life. And then I think when you live in your most abundant life, God will send those people in your life that flow in direct harmony. So it won't be as if they're trying to conform to you. Y'all will, your visions will already coincide with one another. So You're right. It's yeah. happening right now. It's happening like, right now. Living, breathing. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. <laughs> so. Yes. So, ooh, anybody have any last remarks? Please? That's it, man. That's National Black Film Festival, May 2nd through the 5th, is going man. down in a major way. We're at the AMC 8 in downtown Houston. We're at the Houston <laughs> yes. Museum of African American Culture, Silver Street Studios, and it's going down April 6th. Black Market Houston is going down April 6th, and May 4th is coming up as well. Yes. And it's just amazing, amazing people, amazing vibes, black businesses, black consumers. <laughs> and uh, we got some more. We got some more. I, I mean, Hey, I'm feeling froggy. I'm leaping all over the place. <laughs> yeah, I might even write a book it. this year. And, Ooh, and come it's going to be official. And I already got the title. It's up here. And you're going to buy it because it's going to be good. And it's going to be good for your mind. Mm. And I'm just so excited. I can do this all day. My family's good. My friends are good. My wife is good. I'm just living my best life. You should live your best life as well. Oh, okay. What time is it? I'm free. It's affirmation time. It's affirmation time. It's affirmation time. 
So this is your first time on the Soul Feeling Podcast. Probably not. Because all probably. Week. <laughs> probably not. But if it is, but if you it just is. happen to got to receive this podcast from your cousin, your auntie, your sister, your brother-in-law, and they was like, listen to this dope podcast, mm, this is your first time, mm-hmm. you might want to understand that Inspire Fire Soul Feeling Podcast always, 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 always in their podcast with a positive I am affirmation. So, mm. oh, what sorry. the heck is an affirmation, you might mind. be asking? Well, in the Bible, it states, let the weak say, I am strong. Let me repeat that, y'all, because I don't think y'all heard me. In the Bible, it states, let the weak say, I am strong. So, an affirmation is anytime you feeling down, broke, sick, in that quote-unquote dark place that we were just talking about, don't affirm that you're feeling weak. Mm-mm. Instead, you put a positive affirmation on top of that and say, I'm feeling abundant. I'm feeling strong. I'm feeling like I'm froggy. I'm feeling like I'm popping. <laughs> I'm feeling like I'm dope. I'm feeling like I can go accomplish and achieve anything that I put my heart and mind and soul to. Yes. Okay? Yes. So it's four of us. We always use the I am affirmation. Sometimes we use other affirmations. But we want you to get used to transforming your life with the power of the tongue by mm. using affirmations and speaking life into your situation and, instead of death. So it's four of us. We're going to share with you our po- positive I am affirmations. You can share yours. You can put them in the comments below. You can email them to us. Do whatever you want. But definitely start seeing them and using them and watch how your life just transform for the best. Yes. So who wants to go first with their positive I am? I got mine. I'm going to like that <laughs> I am living my, with a capital M-Y, yes. best life ever. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you are. Kobe, I don't want to go no, out Kobe, so let's go. I'm going to repeat an old Okay. I am living under divine guidance. So important. So important. God's wealth is circulating in my life. His wealth flows through me and through me in abundance. All of my needs, dreams, and goals are met instantaneously by infinite power. I am one with God. She stole that from my Instagram. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Yes. <laughs> That's beautiful. <laughs> Your turn. I am blessed. Oh. Yes. And free. Yes. Ooh. I just want to be liberated. Feel liberated. Yeah. <laughs> yes. So, Tiff, let them know. Okay, y'all know y'all can find us any and everywhere. We are on SoundCloud at Soul Filling Podcast, S-O-U-L-F-I-L-L-I-N-G. We are on Google Play. We are on Apple Podcasts. And if you're listening to us there, make sure you give us a five-star review and make sure you comment and say something nice and sweet because we know we change the lives out here. Mm -hmm. We're also on Facebook. We're on Facebook Live right now at Soul Filling Podcast. And we're on Instagram and Twitter at Soul Filling Podcast. You can find us any and everywhere. J.O., where can they find you at? You can find me at J.O.Malone, M-A-L-O-N-E, on everything. Uh, Just make sure you follow National Black Film Festival, Black Market Houston. We do the most interactive film festival out here. And just, just, just holla at your boy. Check us out. We got a lot of good things coming in the future to enjoy. You can step out with your lady. You can step out by yourself. 
Um, and we're just gonna make Houston shake. We're gonna yes. make we're gonna make yeah. Houston the next great entertainment city, and uh, yes. it's happening. It's not right it's now. not going to happen. It's happening right now. You want to be a part of it, so. And make sure you subscribe to my sister's podcast, yes. Soul Feeling, and they're going in. They're going to be big mega stars, and I'm just excited about their future as well. I mean, if his vision say, y'all know how to do it. We're out of here. Love you guys so much. Mwah. Thank y'all for, Thank tuning you for tuning in. in. Bye.